Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. This podcast is part of the Acast Creator Network. I did tell you that my father tried to make cider once. Cider? Was that a kind of um, Mickey? Because my outfit did, there was a, remember there was a home brew phase. It was a revolution in home brewing. Yeah. That's come well, back the again now. Duns used to sell them and your father could make 40 pints in the garage. Stop it. Yeah. yeah. Mickey came in one day and he said, right, we're going to try this. And he had bought an old contraption of a sort of a, of a, of a, of a I don't know. You For pound apples and apples. In. Yeah, you would, you would put a vice onto a table. This would sit on the table. You'd throw the apples in on top and then you would, you'd, you'd just roll it and roll it and roll it. And then it was out in the garage all the time. And then I remember the garage stinking of the smell of apples. And then he said, it's getting too cold out there. I'm going to make the cider and I'm going to leave it down the bottom of your room, lads. So down near the, I, I so would it I, sit I, in a big barrel? Is it? This is like a yeah, fucking that's. scene from Winter's Bone. That's, <laughs> that's that film where they're all all the Appalachian heads are addicted to crack. <laughs> What's that? That's OxyContin thing. No, the Winter's Bone I one is where they're all making cracks. Good? They're making crack in their sheds. <laughs> is that is that on Netflix? I don't know where it's on, but Winter's Bone is a great. Anyway, go on. I so must watch that. I never heard of it because um, I just finished Dope Sick. But <clears throat> so down at the bottom of our bedroom, our bedroom was the back bedroom in the bungalow, and it was like a double bed and a single bed. But and I know the curtains, and I know I can. Was pick, it freezing? It as was well? freezing yeah. and damp. It was a damp. It was damp. The, the, the radiator. The never, teal windows and the one you know, single glazing. Yeah, the, there was always the stream of water in the morning on the on bottom the, of the window. Yeah, it reminds me. From the me inner condensation. Uh-huh. The, and with the three, the three the boys. The three boys would be in the back. How bed. many bedrooms in the house? Uh, three. We had three bedrooms. So you had and a guest it, bedroom. But did dad have his own room no, after this while? Bedroom, no, guest bedroom. Guest bedroom. So who'd, who'd stay with the kids? <laughs> <laughs> they had palm trees. Nobody, nobody would ever. T.R. Dallas would come you, in. I actually think half cut. T.R. Dallas <laughs> would just throw his stetson on the on the table and then he go. We never had. Oh, did we ever have anyone ever stay? So cousins ever stay over? Ah, they come over and they stay in the Russell Arms Hotel. Jesus, what an unfriendly had you, house. Had you not neighbor, like neighbors, aunties and neighbors, stuff? I can't remember. Did any of your pals ever have a sleepover when you were a Gosson, like when you were in primary school? No, no, no. There was none of that crack. All I remember is that we stayed in the back room. Then Freddie graduated into the front room. 
to put no, my mum went in there because my mum and my dad didn't stay in the same room, so they they had to have their own rooms. But we were always in the back room. But it was damp and it was cold. Oh, yeah, I can imagine. The radiator never functioned Worked. properly. No. But you wouldn't have had their heat on very often. Oh, the heat the heat was only put on a special occasion. When the fire was on. Once or twice during the winter. Always the back to take the ice off the windows. Back and the wire. beds were damp, were they? Oh, but, well, yeah, but there was no quilts back then. because Blankets, it was, yeah. yeah. And it was the sheet that was wrapped in really tight. And yeah. then that hairy blanket. Remember Foxford, the hairy blanket? The Foxford the blanket. The Foxford blanket. Then another blanket. Yeah. And then the beds. And warm the enough, tassels. like warm enough. Warm enough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you get into your bed and with socks and t-shirts. You'd be freezing. You'd be yeah. tucked yeah. into it. Penny's boxer shorts on me. In the fetal position. Freddie being beside me and Mark being the other bed. <gasps> but anyway, Mickey said then one day, I'm going to move everything in here down by the, down by the window. And I remember that for about a year in first and second year in St. Pat's, there was a vats, there was a smell of apples, and he was fermenting the cider in the in our bedroom. In Just barrels, was in it? In barrels and all this sort of stuff. I don't know what phase. And what age would you have been? I was about 12 or 13. And were you drinking 30, it? Were you ever sneaking a bit out of it? No, but it was, it was pungent. We, I don't know why he went into a phase of trying to make cider. Never did anything with it. But I don't know why it came it into my head. I, I do, do, do you remember him drinking it when it was done? I think he drank a fair bit of it in the kitchen. How yeah. did it get fizzy? It, Cider's it, not fizzy. Cider's it? not fizzy. It was just... Cider is fizzy. When you get it in the can. I love that accent. Cider, Cider is, is fizzy. fizzy. It is fizzy. <laughs> fizzy. It is fizzy. Are you thinking of Ritz? No, it you get up in a can of cider, it's fizzy. Is Bulmer's fizzy? Of course it is now, fizzy. No, Cidona was homemade Cidona used to be fizzy. Yeah, but yeah, but I don't know. Was a Sidona sweet drink for children. Drink. Yeah, but cider's fizzy. I, I think it's it like scrumpy, like scrumpy Jack, Linden Village, oh, Harvest I never Glow, had that stuff. Orchard yeah. Glow. But anyway, he he used to drink. Book some young ones. <laughs> Bucks, Baxter's, Very fizzy. Baxter's book some cider. Speaking of cider, we were in uh, Taunton there a couple of years ago on one of the shows. Steve Downton, Dave Island. <laughs> Steve <laughs> Downton, Steve Downton, Steve <laughs> Downton. <laughs> With the big metal head in them in America. I Remember that? Him. Steve Stanton was drawing a pure... Was he done dark or drawing it? Steve Stanton was drawing it. The two boys, the, the, the cousins were done dark, were they? Gary Kelly was drawing it. Oh, and and the fellow with the left foot. Uh, Kelly and... What was your man's name with the left foot? There's a D in it. De, de. Dion Dublin? No. <laughs> Dion Dublin. <laughs> Who? Kelly's cousin. Gary the, Kelly? Yeah, and he had the cousin... Desi there. Kelly? No, the, the carpets... <laughs> No, he had the left foot. Remember the cousin had the left foot. Rory Delap. Who was Gary Kelly's cousin? The, the left foot that played for Ireland. Ian Hart. Ian oh. Hart, yeah. Ian Hart, yeah. <laughs> there was Staunton Hart and Kelly. They were all Dundalk and Drada. I was in a pub and I, I, you keep giving me... Go back to the cider. Wait, I'm confused. So that, was, so that was my dad. That was my dad. For he went through a phase of making cider mm. and it was out in the garage but then he brought it into our bedroom. So as teenagers there was just a smell of cider. Lovely. Did you ever and drink all, it though? Ah, we, I can't remember if we did or, or not. I don't, don't, think, don't think me and Freddie got drunk on it. But my dad went through a phase of trying to make cider and he stored it all in our back bedroom. Maybe because it was nice damp tropical conditions down there <laughs> and it was working and it had to ferment. You had to leave it there for six months. Uh, I was in Taunton the home of cider a couple of years ago and we wanted to do a cider story. 
So we arrived at this place, this farm. Now, what were you doing in Taunton? I was filming in the English series. One of the series I did was I came through from Scotland all down Dundee, the Angus coast, down into Newcastle, down into Liverpool where I met Xavi Alonso. Then we all the way down to the south coast where I met the Crankies, the two people from the Crankies. Yeah, yeah. And then down into London to meet the boys from Quadrophenia and the mods and all the small faces. So I wanted to do my tour of Britain. But anyway, in Taunton, I wanted to meet the hippies, Stonehenge and Cheddar, Taunton, the West Country. So we went to meet this guy that we were told outside the, the village of Taunton, who was one of the best local boutique cider makers. So we arrive in <clears throat> Roscoe, myself and Evan, and it's like a farmhouse, really nice stone farmhouse, Land Rovers. You know there's a bit of yeah, wealth in the Yeah, I can see it. West Country, yeah. West Country, and then lovely stone buildings, and then he opens this massive barn door, and this guy with a sort of a half-cockney accent, looks like he's a couple of quid, goes, all right, lads, what's the story? And uh, we started talking to him, and he's not from there. He moved over from London. As we were there, loads of people came, started coming and collecting vats of this five-gallon drum cider. And then he goes, right, I've got I've got two bat- batches here, lads. And it was like maybe 5,000 litre here, 5,000 here. What? And he had I've, I've no sugar on this one. This is really potent. This is about 8%. This one is last year's. This is beautiful. And it was like just vats and vats and vats of cider. And people were coming, getting their five-gallon drums and heading off again and saying, this is the best cider I've ever drank. Who was the man making the cider that only came out when we started drinking? And what do we know? Steve Jobs. (laughs) Steve Jobs with the London accent. No, Apple. (laughs) This lad. Oh my God. This lad that I was in his cider house farm brewery. Nigel Farage. Has probably one of the most famous brothers in the world. Is he a sports person? Is he one of the Bin Ladens? No. (laughs) He's not. Boris Bin Laden. No, but listen to this. He had about fucking 300 kids, isn't he, the father? Boris Bin Laden. That'd be Laden. like me in the cult. In Athlone. <laughs> With the Boris. ditches. <laughs> Is it Morris? Was it one of the Bin Laden? No, 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 no. Was so anyway, give us more clues. So we were drinking. We started, so then. Give us more clues. I am. So we started drinking it and I said, can we start trying it? So he takes out the pint glasses. Over we go to the vat. And we're in. This and isn't a clue. This is a clue. We started drinking it. And then he said. Was, there, was it fizzy? There was a fizzy one. There was a fizzy one. And then there was another one. And by and, and later on the thing, me and Roscoe, Ro- I said, Roscoe, put down that camera because this cider is fucking lovely. Because I came from the world of... How is that a clue? Village. That's not a clue. But this is a clue. So I says, so to, so what, how long are you here? Uh, I bought the farm here about... Do uh, his accent. Or he's a sort of a cockney. So I bought the farm here about 25 years ago, you know. I came up here. My brother has bought a bit of land around here. He owns quite a bit of land around here. David Beckham's brother. You're getting... No, it's rock and roll, though. It's fucking rock and roll. And I says, what? Elton John's brother. Oh, you're getting very close. Roger Daltrey's brother. No, he goes <gasps> fucking bigger again. Fucking um, one of the Leonard big, Cohen. One of the biggest bands of all Rod Stewart's top. brother. You're getting very... Oh. No, it's much, better, much cooler than that. And I said, can I ask you a question? Who's Mick, it? Mick Flam? Mick Jagger's brother. Mick Jagger's brother. Yes. Mick What's his name? Jagger's... Johnny Jagger. Johnny Jagger. <laughs> By this stage, it's about six o'clock in the evening, and we're getting fucking locked in this home brew cider. More and more people are coming going, This is the best for I said, and by the end of the night, me and Roscoe had bought already five gallon drums that we put into our car that we drank for the next three weeks, traveling around Brighton and everywhere because it was fucking lovely. But we ended up sitting with Mick Jagger's brother for the night, getting locked. How did that conversation come up? It was fucking brilliant, and what a lovely couldn't give a fuck about the brother. Was his name on the I still get on with the brother and all that, but it was Mick Jagger's brother who had Johnny esconded Jagger. The Johnny Jagger. Johnny Jagger. 
Johnny to Jagger. the West Country to make cider. He sounds like a cartoon character, doesn't he? Johnny Jagger. Yeah, yeah. But uh, listen, that was Mickey's, that was Mickey's uh, homebrew escapades, even though Mickey'd like to point, but he, he tried for a while to make cider. Are either of you nostalgic about any phase of your lives? <clears throat> do, like, do you ever, do either of you, because I was talking to somebody the other day who was, uh, grew up in Sheffield. No, no, grew up in Ireland, but moved to Sheffield when they were 16 and fell into the whole music scene in Sheffield back then. And this woman is now in her 50s and she was kind of going, that was kind of the best time in my life. It was all the start of all that kind of cool Sheffield. Was it Porter's Head yeah. and Pulp? And so there was a kind of a, a, a Britpop and... Suede. And a kind of a dance yeah. thing going on in them. She was saying we were a great community. I was was wondering, like, because I would be nostalgic about Galway, being on the dole in Galway, which Mm. is a funny thing to be nostalgic about. Not a care in the world. Not a care in the world, acting with a few people, drinking pints, getting £15 a week, uh, extra money on top of the dole, which you wouldn't declare. But if the lady who worked behind the counter in the dole office had come to see you perform, she might ask you a strange question. Okay. I just, rem- I just, rem- I remember those times. I don't remember the long winters. I don't remember being freezing cold and having to go to bed with all your clothes on and coats piled on top of you to stay warm. I just remember summer and pints and acting and sweat and yeah. just the kind of the joy of all that. Uh, and I look back on that with nostalgia in- to such an extent that it might actually inform future choices. I might be half tempted to start a theatre company mm. or I might be half tempted to uh, stop doing stand-up and just do acting because in my mind this thing is still really strong of, of, of putting on a play and becoming different people and being involved in different stories and then going to a bar after and having pints of porter and chatting. So that's still, so I'm yeah. in, I'm in, so I'm, yeah. you can that, go that back phase, to that. You always, do you, do you dream of that phase or is it always in the back of your head? It's all in my, it's all in my head as, that was a the great memories part vivid. of my life. The memories are vivid. Oh yeah, yeah. It's yeah. logged it, it, under happy times. Logged under happy times. Yeah. So do either of you, are you nostalgic about anything? <sighs> I, I kind of, I don't know, am I old enough yet to be nostalgic? Ah, you're well old enough, sure. Am I? Out the stage, yeah. <laughs> no, yeah. Or maybe I didn't Do you have think enough. you're young? Is that what's happening? Yeah, enough? maybe. Maybe Jesus, I don't Sandisha, have enough you life ex- experience yet to um, be Do you nostalgic. have any idea what you really look like? No. <laughs> but in my head, I'm nostalgic about that. Yeah. So that's good. Um, I mean, when you think, when you talk about log and happy times, like there's definitely a part of my, like my childhood where you only remember having fun times and like sunny weather and you don't remember any bad mm. stuff. But I don't really have any, I don't want to look back at any part of my career and say, oh God, that's, I loved that time of my life and I wanted to stay mm. there. In terms of fun and crack, I think I'm still having that. So I'm still yeah. living, I'm still living my good life at the minute. Wow. You're making, I'm not back. You're making the things that are happening to you now are making your nostalgia for future dreams. I think so. Oh, you're yes. like a wellness coach, aren't yeah. you? Because <laughs> well, I'm you confused are, about that, no, but it sounds good. You're the Tony Robbins of Irish <laughs> podcasting. Yes. Hector Robbins. See, I, I have awful nostalgic dreams. And awful or good? Awful, brilliant ones. And I remember, I remember I remember minute details and I know what things look like and feel like and 
I know that there was, maybe there was just different. Maybe for me, it was just once I escaped out of Navin and once I set on my road, whether it was up on to Dublin. On your own path. Oh yeah, D- Dublin. Dublin as a 16-year-old, living in bedsits and all that cracking with Freddie and all that. And then maybe saving a few quid with a Cloche and Veen and then going to live on the Aran Islands and then from the Aran Islands to the Basque Country. I remember, they're, they're all fucking great times. There was like this mad, one big, it was like Snowpiercer. It was like the train. It was like Snowpiercer. You're still on it. Just on it. Or you're I'm on one big Snowpiercer. Yeah. And every carriage is a little carriage where I have these... Of Can you imagine if you could do that if your life was a fucking train oh, that yeah. just hurtling through the world? And you, you could, could go just, back into go, it. Spend an hour in this carriage. Spend an hour in that carriage. I'd go back to Boston oh. for a while. Yeah. Boston. You'd have yeah. a Boston, Boston. carriage. Yeah, Boston scientific. Have a, <laughs> I'd have definitely a Boston <laughs> carriage. I'd spend a lot of time in there. And I'd have... Yeah. Audrey would oh have her own Oh my God, I'd love that. Like, but the only thing is, Knockmore, I'd have a few different Knockmore carriages. No yeah. bother. I'd have different eras of Knockmore carriages. But, but, but isn't it terrifying to think what carriages might be put onto the train yet? Oh, that's the worst. You see, <laughs> that's the thing. The nursing home carriage. <laughs> the opium you love it in there. suppository yeah. carriage with the You'd doctor. You'd love it in the nursing home <laughs> carriage. You're, you're due. The widow carriage, Hector. Huh? <laughs> when, when, when the two wives have passed on. And, and you'd be staying in that carriage <laughs> forevermore. Then we'd have a snooker carriage, just pool tables. If, yeah. you be, like, if you're dead first, you'll have to stay no, in whatever we, carriage your wife's put you in. If we become widowers, myself and Hector, we just like a pair of sad tramps meeting outside Centra. <laughs> Will you cook today? Noodles, <laughs> you'd be getting the pot noodles. If I, if I had a carriage, if I had a carriage on the train to bring me back to some nostalgia, I would go back. My, my days teaching English, my couple of years in Bilbao, were fucking brilliant. It was just would that be one teaching carriage a couple of hours every morning, putting on aeroplane, a movie, and asking these Spanish students to watch it for an hour. I was getting 2,000 pesetas an hour, dos mil pesetas. And I was just, it, the crack wasn't fucking really good. I met loads of good people over there. The weather was good. I was heading into Bilbao to teach other lads. I had heading different places. I had a nice apartment. Uh, Dipna had gone back to finish her studies. Freddie then moved over for a while. Trigsy came over. Ah, so Bilbao to me was a really It's like a Spanish fucking only fools and horses <laughs> <laughs> uh, So Bilbao the Aran Island Inish man and all those places are all those places are filled But isn't it funny that, that there, there came a time when you're in those places to get out of them yeah. There came a time where you went I'm done with this Yeah. So even though you don't remember that or that feeling isn't strong you just remember the good times you have to acknowledge that there was a moment where you said I'm not doing this anymore yeah. you wouldn't do I'm, it now like I'm like moving if, if Tommy's on a, been on the dole and go when I came back from the Basque country I went immediately onto the dole and the dole was magnificent back then because the force was magnificent magnificent dole. but there was it, no it, Wi-Fi it was, then and there was no things was, to look there was false. no Champions League there yeah, was, there was you never just, went on holidays it was just or, RTE used to show a match from Stamford Bridge every Saturday at 3 o'clock <laughs> Like there was a false course, the false <laughs> teletext results. The, the, dole, teletext. the dole that I was on had a sort of an alignment with false, so I got a job. What did you have to do? Orison and Anthony Bananas down in Nuns Island. <laughs> do you remember that? What? and Bananas. It was phone call practice for, for people who were uh, trying to teach people how to work in offices, but okay. they said they didn't have enough money to buy phones for every like landlines. So you'd go into a room. Oh, and please! 
And they pick up a, pick up a banana and go, hello, arms me, arms me and slurms me. Hello, so, you're through to Teleconnect, can I help you? Oh my God, what kind of courses did there you do? False course, so banana etiquette. I was on a false course with the Dole in in, in conjunction with Oris Nguail because I could speak Irish. Mm, so yeah. Oris Nguail is Conan Nguail's headquarters on Dominic Street. They've yeah. got a really cool bar down the back. Yes. Where this, this, it's still a fantastic bar. Smell of patchouli, pints of Guinness, Irish speakers and yeah. loads of fucking people with badges of tricolours yeah. on them. It's, it's and like hats like mine. Yeah, yeah, a Republican stronghold and Green a hippie ones. stronghold. So I worked my way yes. up in Oris Nguail. I was two years in Oris Nguail upstairs in the office and then I got a free false Microsoft they taught me how to use Microsoft Word in Nuns Island where every Thursday I'd have to go down and sit in a room with a tiny computer and learn how to type type with your fingers so that was all new and then I got the driving lessons for free through false 10 driving lessons with a lad called Clem and the first time I hopped into the car he goes we're going to Tume I've been there I have to drop off a parcel he said, get I some keys close Clem he says it doesn't matter just I've been there <laughs> and the they're going to pour more and I go and I can't fucking drive he said I'm not going to sleep he was going like Joe 90 and I'm not doing it and he goes I know Oh, he was controlling. He it. was driving, and he says, "I just have to drop a parcel off in tune." <laughs> this is my first ever driving lesson. I'm on board more, and I'm going to die. <laughs> you know the big roundabout. <laughs> So I learned that was I got my driving lessons. I got got my FOSC, I got my Microsoft computer course, I got my driving lessons, and then Padder McLonaghy, who was in charge of my Colin Gray. Made up name. It's a made up name. What does that even mean? Padder McLonaghy was in charge of it. Of course he was. Didn't he have a speech impediment? That's a made up name. I've heard a lot of made up Irish names, but that's Patrick of the Lakes. Patrick McLonaghy, a great guy, was in charge of it. So he knew that I had a bit of. So I said to him one day, Tokoshari Taksus, Sawan at Taksus, Pather. And this was back 1995, 96, 97. So Tokoshamora Shul, I said, Cared for Shi if I can change it a little bit, we'll get a bit more funky. I might bring in a DJ. Um, uh, can I decorate it like a reel? Can I go out and. He says, It's very like the Rower of the Yenif. I said, We're going to have a Halloween party. And it's funny now to see the way Oris Nangail has changed over the years. There's now sound systems in there, it's full of uh, fancy dress. There's a really good eclectic vibe in it. So there was two other lads on a false course with me and they were in their 60s and the two boys just used to be there. They used to do stuff. So I said to them, lads, where are you from? And one lad said, I'm from uh, 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 Headford. Headford? I says, was he a DJ? Can we go out? Can we go out and can we cut down a load of bushes and trees and can I put them up on the roof and everything inside Orson and Whale and he said that's a great idea so off we went in a van with a trailer and chainsaws and we went out to your man's land and we cut down trees and holly bushes and so I brought back loads of this stuff I decorated the whole of Orson and Whale like it was like a jungle had a DJ in there and that's when I started and that's sort of an eclectic vibe then. But don't fuck it. The Dole man was magnificent. I was living back up the uh, the canal in a little bedsit uh, on number 10 Canal Road down the side alleyway. It was fucking brilliant times. Brilliant times. So that's... But there like, was also a oh, time man. where you said, I'm, I can't do this anymore. No. If I saw... if you I'm, I, Like if you're still doing that now, it'd be... <laughs> a couple of years ago, I walked down that alleyway about two years ago. And I stood outside the door where me and Dipna and Axel oh, came yeah. back from the Basque country. And 
everything seemed so small. The door into this little chalet. Now, I'm talking about a flat roof chalet with two windows. Oh, yeah. Uh, there was a public payphone inside. There was a little tiny kitchenette. There was a tiny little shower and two cold little bedrooms off it. We had a portable little TV. And I just stood outside it going, fucking hell. How the, did we the, all... The squalor. How did we... How, how was this our... I know. How was this our castle? I know. This was our castle of crack. This was where everyone used to meet. This is where I was so fucking happy. But hasn't it stood to you now? Like, in what way? In like, you nostalgia. have those memories, memories and you have those stories to tell. Like, if you had a kind of a very Does nostalgia easy make it, and privileged life, would it be? I think nostalgia is a brilliant hormone. It is a fucking... Does it make you sad? Is it a hormone? The, no, I think it's... A, for me, it's a... It's Does it make you yearn for the past? Hormone for me. No, it couldn't make you yearn for the past because you're just after saying you wouldn't want to stay uh, in it. Uh, no. But surely it brings you back to Stories. fun memories and maybe not so fun memories. The double dole I used to go and then I get the then I get the rent allowance and once every four or five months I'd have to go up to Shantla. From John Lee. Remember John <laughs> Lee used to give <laughs> yeah. that rent allowance. And you'd be planking yourself. Did you know, is that was his name on the bottom you, of the You'd be form. planking yourself that you would get cut off the rent allowance. Why? Because you'd a be question. working or something. If, yeah and then you, that would be stopped. And I remember every six weeks you'd have to go for that upper into Shantla up to the left into a prefab. Hello there. And he'd look at you and he yeah. just, and then you would get the signature. Yeah, I think you're all right for another six months. Oh, and you'd be few, few, few. You'd be delighted. It was like, it was like Glastonbury without the music. That's what Galway felt like back then. It was just a, a like a large party. group of people on very little money doing crazy stuff. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, how to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, how to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. So, <clears throat> I want to ask you a question. Me? Y- yeah. You're pointing at me. Yeah. How do you like to be argued with? Like when you're... So, I- I've been thinking recently about how to how to argue with a woman yeah it's hard right because I and maybe you're the same Hector maybe your father was the same we were reared on the kind of the uh, the the rope-a-dope 
What does that mean? That means you, when the woman starts giving out, you just put the head down to the ground and you just take it. Are you listening? Yeah. Yeah, just take it. And she'd be, what, you never, and I know, I know, and you never, and I can't, and you're kind of, you're not giving her, you're kind of like a sad dog. Right. You're taking your verbal baiting and you're just kind of, you know. Okay. You're not offering any resistance. You're just kind of bet. Take it on the chin. Yeah, but men do offer an, an opinion when they don't need to so, offer it. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> Did joking. you just hear that? Joking, no, you weren't joking. joking. You're just was, panicking what? now. I'm not panicking. No, you fucking I'm are panicking. Backtrack. Men do offer an opinion when... When a woman is arguing with a man, it's not like, she's not looking for them to reason with her at that time. No, but is it enjoyable? So it'd be better if they just talk back. No. Why oh, did you fight back? But isn't that the way, isn't that the way to have it though? No. It's not, because it you're fucking up, is, No, because the woman is elevated and she's gone into a, a mood and it's just, bring her back down by calming her down. Don't get into an argument because then it turns into a full argument. Yeah. And it goes on exactly. for hours, That's days. what the passion is. No, it's not. It is, Larita. Forget about it. You haven't a clue what no, you're talking about. It isn't. You haven't a clue. No, I do have a clue. You just asked me. I'm a woman. You just asked me. Yeah, it doesn't mean you know everything. Yeah, but I know when I'm change? not. Look at, the, look at the, look, both of you change your positions. You're arguing with each other again. See, you if you're, you should just go. Yeah, do you know what? Yes, you're, love. Yes, you're love. Right, right. You're right. We were reared on the yes, love, and where did that get get our father? The Fine, they got on grand, didn't no, they? No, they didn't. They got, they got the ride slam, once a month. It was the slamming of doors, and I'm out for a while. I'll be gone for a while. But yeah. men do argue now, and uh, it's uh, not appreciated by the woman. It's a, that's a good thing. To give no. the guff back. Yes, it is. It isn't. Why not? Because they're all full of opinion. Oh, men know everything. Like, what's they can't follow basic instruction, excuse, first of all. Excuse me? Men, they can't follow basic instruction. You ask them to do a job, can't do it. I didn't hear you. wasn't listening to you. Like, I think... Because we're busy. Yeah, busy doing what men Following are like 16-year-old boys. Yes. They haven't changed at all. You know, if they have to get up and do a job. Well, more surprised that you didn't say like 16-year-old girls. <laughs> With the well, giddy someone ha- had to grow up. Well, giddy little heads in you. Someone had to grow Just up and take out. it. Yeah, well, that's exactly the way he stayed. A 16-year-old boy. So you'd prefer... So if you... Like, it's just pure selfish doing your own thing. That's... that's no, because your brain doesn't allow you to take Don't other you? things in. You what have you? to do it and you've been told to, look, can you get up in the morning? I need you to bring the kids to school and I need you to pick up me dry cleaning and do the grocery shopping. Spoiled rotten. Now, Hector's good. He can do things like Thank that. Thank you. You can't. A lot of men I know. High, he's very high levels of oestrogen. That's why he's able. That's it. That's why yeah. he's so compliant. I, I patches on my knees. Yeah, he's got pa- oestrogen patches, and that helps. Maybe you all need oestrogen. Oestrogen bunny rode him. Okay. <laughs> oestrogen <laughs> bunny. Can you like? Oh, I forgot to do. It. Oh, it's like if children. You're, if you're arguing with one of your lady pals, right? Uh, yeah. It's it's give, more, it's give and take. It's it's give and take, yeah. and then afterwards you both have a think, and then you both have regrets, and you both make up, and you're the best of pals yeah. again. And you know, but you don't really. Can fight I finish this fucking? No, sentence? you can't. Go on. No, I like where he's going with this. Go on. So and 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 you both know that what's said was said in the heat of the moment, and it was it's gone, and and maybe you'll remember something, but you know, you, the friendship is more important than letting the come out of the mouth. Okay. Whereas with, it's, are you saying to me that what you want with a man is just take it, just take it, and like like yeah. give, like you're giving out to a Jack Russell, and you're not to do that. You're a bold boy. And yes. Don't do that. Get in there. Get in, you bad boy. Get into bed. And he'll he'll fucking he'll scuttle away with the tail between Get his legs. Get in there. And maybe if he's lucky, you'll give him a rub in and the day or two. And he'll come over and lick your face. Oh, come after inside. A come in. Come in from the out the back. And he'll come over and he'll put his but nose. Which, in. But which is which is the more passionate encounter? 
Are you not straight? Are you not straight? <sighs> annoyed with the man anyway. It doesn't matter. Do women think you men fucking? Are hey, stay out of this, you okay, now. Sorry He's about that. Oh yeah, go on. No, no, the two is having a right fucking barn. Get it off your chest. So is it is it not is it not more passionate to kind of to engage with for a man to lower himself to engage with the woman on her level and to have the argument? Yeah, have the argument, but then say sorry afterwards. Oh, oh now now now, oh, now, no. oh, now there's conditions because the man yeah. is always wrong. Yeah, generally. It's just easier if the man apologises because the woman doesn't really like apologising. Why not? It's hard for us. No, we, it's not. It is hard. But get over yourselves. And no, just... it's hard because we didn't mean to do it in the first place. And it just popped out and then the I man... I know what you're doing. I know what you're doing. You're making me feel guilty. Yeah. You're making me yeah. feel guilty now and yeah. it's not working See, on you. And then the I was top. sorry that we didn't mean to do it. And so back off with your magic head. Yeah, you just see. Back the so that's what men are supposed to your secret powers. You can have the argument. Did you hear the way she changed her voice? Yeah. yeah. And, and, and she moved closer did, to yeah, me. Yeah, and we didn't mean to do it. We didn't mean to do it. I'm on to you. And we're sorry. And if only our rational brain would work. This is a trap, Hector. This is a fucking trap. And then you'll say, oh, it's okay, love. I didn't mean to do that. And then I'd say, oh, I'm going to make you something love now and we're like a lasagna yeah or like make you a little cup of tea with a bun or something and, and can I watch the match yeah and then you want <laughs> and I'm gonna we'll both watch the match together no we won't you don't be asking questions excuse me then you can't turn around and say that you can say you and have I'm to gonna say and I'm going to the heat and pull the curtains what you'd say then is no we don't even need to watch the match I was only joking about the match we'll watch Emmerdale or when Harry met Sally yeah we'll watch that and or we'll Sicaro. get some, and I'll go and get some I ice like, cream I and like the 20 minutes of complete silence yeah I'm gonna fucking kill you silence and then you're in and then my jaw my jaw Drops down, <laughs> I go like that, and then like you're on E. <laughs> there, Skaggy jaw, and then I say nothing for half an hour, just nothing. And when there's no chat and when there's no communication, then the woman realizes she's been in the wrong. No, but she and won't. The man has been harmed and maimed once more. Yes. And what I do is after a big argument, and I I leave the beloved in the kitchen. Yes. Yeah. And I go at the back. Yeah. And I start pulling myself asunder. Oh, for fuck's sake. Right? And I know at she's... the window looking in. No, no, I hide so she can't see me. Right. But I, when I when I climax, I let the sperm just fly across the window so she knows I mean, I've recovered. <laughs> what is wrong with you? What is wrong Tactics, with you? Yeah. I got over her fairly quick. <laughs> need psychological help. So, it's, so, you, so it's, it's not better to... It is better to have the argument. To push back and and fly it out. Yeah. Fly it out to fuck. Yeah, but then... But and, then say things, and say things you'll regret. No, <laughs> never do that. Say things you'll regret. No, you yeah. say them really low down. Like what, Tom? Oh, 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 oh. You say them really low down. No, because then you might mean them. What, yeah, no, you, you do mean that? them. Did you say something on your breath? You might regret it, but you still mean it. Say something like you really... Go on, say something No, you just say like, oh, you fucking... You are a I hate you. You'd never say out loud, oh, I hate you. You'd no, say, how did I they ever you. end up with you? I should have fucked your sister. <laughs> and then she says, what did you say? Is anything. Did you see the cistern is broken in the toilet? Yeah. And then, that's when it goes. So you say, I said somebody fucked the cistern. Yes. <laughs> you say that low down. Yeah. Because so, if you do regret it, no, at least you, know you haven't said me? it. I fucking tell you one thing is they're all the same. Yeah. You're all the same. You're all the same. Yeah. The men or the Kyogans or who is she talking about? Men, men. men. Yeah, they're all the same. No, we're not. We're all individually unique, beautiful men. You're not. And you see, when you say it down low, even if you meant it or you meant it only in that minute, at least if they didn't hear it fully or properly or weren't sure what you said, at least Mm. then you don't have to go. Because then the problem is women never forget things, ever. Like an elephant. Ever. So in 
a, maybe or the internet s- <laughs> six weeks time an on the internet yeah six weeks time yes. if we're having another fight I'd say and you said that about me too oh, and yeah. you'd bring that back oh, up yes. and you see men don't really like things being brought back up again because the past is the past yeah, yeah. You know, so so what conclusion are we after reaching? That it's it is good to fight back. Yeah, and it is good to be passionate and then be sorry. So, so don't take your baiting. Argue back. Yeah, say things you don't mean. Pretend your life is a soap opera. Pretend you're in Emmerdale or EastEnders or Fair just, City or let it out. That let it out. Well, not too much. Now you have to be restrained slightly. In what sense? The woman can let it out because you see women, men forgive women a bit easier than can women Can a man forget. slam a press or the dishwasher? No. She's arguing, no, men just have to stay there and take it. No, we don't. That's what we're saying, Hector, is you fight back. I fucking, imagine, imagine if a man. But if you say something, stand over it because you are going to get that between your two eyes again, whether it's in a year's time, if it's in a week's time or it's because the woman is going to say, you said I was a bitch or something like that. Ah, no, that's too that's dirty. No, yeah. A that, bitch. That's harsh. That's yeah, but harsh. like whatever. No, you wouldn't be that bad. You were like, an owl, whatever. No. You're an owl bag or something. Or no, the fucking... Uh, think of something that you said. You said... I think the word wagon has to be in it. Yeah, you... You called me a fucking... Yeah, you... Yeah, you called me a fucking something. And then you're going to say, oh, I, di- I didn't mean that. Well, you shouldn't said it. Don't say it because you did. You wouldn't have said it if you didn't mean it. Yeah, but how, if I remembered all the things you said to me, we'd be here all night with recriminations. Yeah. So let it go. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. Well, yeah, so you better apologise to for me. What? For what? Yeah, just apologise. Yeah, I'm sorry. And don't apologize. you dare say that. Well, that's exactly the sound of an Irish kitchen. Don't you dare say that. Say to what? Me. Just, just don't speak to me like Could that. I, I fucking speak to you if I want. No, you won't. I fucking Excuse will. Me, who do you think you are? You will not. Excuse speak me, who to do me. I think I am? Yes. I fucking live here. Yeah, you live here. Yes, but you're my husband. That was the fucking day I went wrong anyway. Well, you can fuck. You can get your own dinner this evening. Excuse me. Get out of the Thank house. God. Get away. Go away. You get the fuck get out of the house. Get away from me. You go away I from me. I wouldn't go near you if I was paid. Well, you're <laughs> here. You're still here. You're still beside me. Go away from me. I know where to go. I don't want to speak to you. It's good. Leave me alone. Go Watch out the to telly. the shed or something and get some turf Door or do slams. something useful. You get the fucking shed. No, you get it and go and wash the dishes. You never wash the dishes, by go the way. When the was kids. the last time you made the dinner? When was the last time you cleaned you're up after yourself? When business. was the last time you did any hoovering or any making any beds or anything? What do you don't understand time. what I'm going through? You haven't a clue I what I do. You haven't a clue I what I do. I I keep this house going and do you, you come in and out of it whenever you do want. You, fuck. you know, yes, you are here. You just live in your you own little fuck. world. Ma'am. You live in your own world. Ma'am. Go away, you too. Take the children Ma'am. with you and go away from me. I just want to watch the dolly and have a bath. I put on my pajamas and listen to music and. Pull on my candle And you're messing the house All the time You're always messing the house Your stuff is everywhere Go away with your stuff You've too much stuff If I was in charge of you You wouldn't have any stuff I wouldn't have any life either No exactly Well that's That'd be more of it You would be let out of the kitchen And out of the room Once a week And once a day And you're making a mess Everywhere And women have to get The house cleaned up And do everything Because you don't even see stuff Shut up left talking will you You're leaving stuff everywhere Yeah Oh, I'm fucking 50 and I want to drop stuff where I want to drop stuff. You're not my mother. No, unfortunately, I'm not your mother. Uh, Dad, and I don't have to put up with you. Shut me down to training. Fuck off. <laughs> Fuck off, is wrong. Walk, walk. walk. I wish your father would go down to training as well. I te- well, I tell you one thing. The, the, the fucking... And spend a bit of time down yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How's that fucking gym membership going for you? <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. Well, oh. at least I'm not a big slob like you. Oh, Jesus. 
Jesus Christ almighty. I pay for this. I'm fucking, I pay for this. And this. And it's like the, the archers you, you, you've on You've been BBC. listening to the brand new <laughs> this is soap oh, opera wow. here on THL so, Radio. Fight back. Fight back fight for back. a little bit and, and then, then say, and then oh, look, at I'm going and then go to the shop and bring back a treat. And then love each other. Come back with a crunchy. And then say, I love you. I'm only sorry. I'm awful sorry. And I'm going to do more around the house anymore. And then you never will anyway, so... Yeah, why? Why could you? It's just the effort. No, you can't why, leave it there. Why, you, why, we were why did you go finished. back to the argument after I brought you back a crunchy? Because you're annoying, and you're still annoying me. Oh, oh, you can't let it go. You're like a fucking yeah, but guys, that's because you came back too now. soon. You should have waited another no, half. The whole hour. thing is over now. The, the actual we're not. And that's another anymore. thing. Then can I go for a pint? No, you can't go for a pint. I don't need to ask you if I'm going for a pint. Yeah, you can, because then you're messing up my dinner plans. And what about tomorrow? What do you mean your dinner plans? I've made dinner now, and you're not going to be home. Do you think I'm eating your dinner? Same old shite every fucking Tuesday. Fucking sweet and sour Uncle Ben's. Honestly, there's more variety in Loman's mental hospital than there is here. Well, you could get me a nice cooking demonstration I'll get you for a something fucking right. Vianetta. That'll keep you quiet for an hour. <laughs> you fucking sick of Ding dong. There's you're an girls. awful. Do you know you're an awful pain in the hole? Did you know that? Right. See, you had an opportunity to let it go there again. No, I'll never let it go. I'm never letting it go. I'm it's your. That's why it's your responsibility. You're much better, and you're much better at this than I am. Yeah. yeah. Well. Well, I'll tell you one thing. <laughs> I just couldn't get nervous. It was it was a work of a work of art. My favorite bit was you're always making the same at dinner. So our so our, the conclusion is fight back, be passionate, and but no one to drop it. Yeah, men. No men. Oh, it's that little dig. There's always the dig you at the can't end. Let a sleeping dog lie. Just it's easier if the men do it because then you let the woman off the hook because she's already so elevated with rage. Yeah. You just gotta let her go. You okay? You win. You win. Okay, great. Thanks. That okay, it? that's fine. And if you said that earlier, I would have stopped. And to the men out there, if you have been affected by this podcast <laughs> and you need to talk, you can listen to us every week. Thanks for listening, everybody. God bless and good luck. budget we still deserve nice things quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80 percent less than similar brands they have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at 50 dollars, luxurious italian leather bags and so much more plus quince only works with factories that use safe ethical and responsible manufacturing get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with quince go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365 day returns Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 